This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds. Well, without the computers. Talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo! It is another edition of the High Hopes Podcast. I may have just used all the energy I had yeah. to give Jack the yo there. I'm James Seltzer, Jack Fritz. Jack! I've never been more tired in my life, but Manny Machado's in town, and that's getting me by, Jack. What are the Phillies doing? Like, you are, it's your biggest freaking free agency (laughs) since Jim Tomey, and you are acting like a Mickey Mouse organization. The Yankees bring him in in his private little freaking garage, and you're going to let him show up, get freaking ambushed by Larry Pop. (laughs) Yeah, not great. and, And you make him wait at the door? Do the right thing, Manny! You make him wait at the door for you to come in? Are you kidding me? And then Matt Klintak answers the door like he's at freaking Christmas dinner, mm-hmm. and Manny's showing up. I was waiting for his kids and his golden retriever to come running out and greet Manny at the door. It was I was I was I was sitting in my apartment saying, "What are the Phillies doing?" I was I was so angry. It's it's embarrassing. Yeah, it is freaking embarrassing. I agree with You're you. You're gonna like you look like a Mickey Mouse organization. By letting Manny Machado just get like it was, I I could not believe it. I could not. James, which was a bigger disaster, the BP oil spill or the, the Machado <laughs> shenanigans today? I'll go with the BP oil spill. But it's close. It look, I it was a. Are you kidding me? It was so bad. Uh, like, look. And I didn't like the messaging that Kapler said to Angelo that he was going to use. The, oh, you're the guy who's going to put us over the top, Manny. And it just seemed like the whole message to Manny, and again today, was wrong. All right, play to Manny Machado's ego. They should have had a private jet, fly him to an airbase here, put him on a freaking helicopter and helicopter onto the freaking mound at Citizen Bank Park. And then you know what you say to him? You say, hey, Manny. You could be a god in Philadelphia. You could be the player that when people think of the Philadelphia Phillies in 100 years, they think Manny Machado. That's what you do for this guy. I I mean, it is especially after he's coming from the Yankees. And there is... No one, and I and I say this all the time, people get mad at me, I hate the more than I hate the Cowboys. I hate the Yankees more than I hate any team in all of sports. But having said that, the Yankees are a winning organization for a reason. They know what first class looks like. Exactly. And coming from there to here to not have some sort and look, look, it might not matter because John Middleton might say, oh, the Yankees are offering you $300 million. Here's $400. let us go. Like, it might not matter. But it probably won't matter. I'm Jack, I am so with you. I thought the whole presentation. <laughs> they win the Super Bowl was, over there. Sign. Oh, my God. Honestly, I think the construction worker was probably the best part of the whole pitch. Like, at least that dude had some life and was like, hey, do the right thing, baby. Like, at least, like. I don't know. There's some sort of fun blue collar feel to that, but like this organization, I, I incredibly disappointing, Jack. This hey, Manny, what's up? Biggest like, what free the- agent visit in the history of the franchise. That's it up to this point in terms of coming to your town to do your thing, and it and it is look and they got it right with the on the board putting his wife's name on there. But it goes back to the Corbin thing too. Like how embarrassing was that to not put his wife's name on the board? I mean, this is 
back-to-back situations, and obviously this one bigger, where where they're just not prepared. And Jack, let me ask you a question. What else do they have to do but prepare for this meeting? Like, what else is important? What are they doing? What are they doing, Jack? What are they doing? I was I'm, going I'm, crazy I'm in away, my house. Man. I was going crazy in my house. Listen, listen, Manny Machado and, and, and Bryce Harper, like, if you don't get those guys... You are hamstringing your organization, and you are the fourth best team in the NL. Let, let's 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 put it more simply. It is a disaster from an organizational perspective if you don't get those guys. And I don't want to hear a word out of Andy McPhail's mouth. Oh, dude, they still have a successful offseason. Dude, I can't stand him. Uh, I, 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 he, I, he makes me want to blow my brain. Here's up. the thing. Here's the thing. I understand where McPhail is coming from in the sense that Andy McPhail is a businessman and an adult, and he knows that John Middleton was stupid to say what he said, and this organization has created expectations. The problem is, is it's too little too late for McPhail. The expectations were already there. Like You can't walk it back. You can't rein it in. Like If you don't sign one of these guys, it's a disaster. Every fan in this city, every reporter in this city, every talking head in this city is going to call it an epic disaster, and and it is. Like, I'm sorry, I don't care if you're, well, we're going to go to Nolan Arenado next year. No, you guys have said for years, you guys have positioned yourself. Middleton was on this station two years ago with Angelo and said, 2019, a lot of big names. You know, they have positioned themselves organizationally. We've been talking about this for the entirety of this podcast since High Hopes has been alive. We've been talking about this offseason and Harper, Machado. You can't. Look at the wife, James. And she looks like, she's like, what, what the hell is going on right now um it's you've positioned yourself in a situation where you can't miss and 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 that's organizationally their own fault like they should not have set those expectations we like it because we want them to get one of those two guys and we feel like we're going to get one because of the way they set it up if they don't get one of these two guys honestly it is as big a a organizational disaster as They've had in, in as long as I can remember. I mean, it's way worse than being a bad team. Uh, you know, I mean, this is this is promising your fan base the next step and then not delivering. And don't, and they've come out and they're. I feel like they're trying to play this like we're fickle. We don't want to spend this money. Like, you cannot have that philosophy when you say when you've leaked to the media for, for three years. Money. Like you can't you can't do that. Like I understand they want. Why are you trying to temper expectations? Just go sign them. Like exactly. I understand they're not signed yet. I'm not freaking out that they're not signed yet. I'm not saying you have to go get Bryce Harper right now because they're not going to do that. And Bryce Harper's not going to do that. And Scott Boris is not going to do that. But you d- do not get outbid. Don't let them get outbid. You have you. This fan base, listen, I don't. The fans are the fans. The fans will show up if they win. I understand all that. I agree. But they can only take so much of this crap. Yep. Like, they can only take so much of this crap. And for, for you to play this, like, small market, are we really, do you really want to put 400 million? Dude, just, like, just do it. These are the guys, they are. They are 26 years old. They're and they are Hall of Famers. Yes. These guys are Hall of Famers and about, they're 26 years old. There have never been free agents like this on the market. Guys don't have this level of accomplishment at this age with this type of talent. They just don't. It never happens. Like, it never I, happens. I, they need to start. They need a guy that's going to change everything. Because right now, the rest of the NFC, the, the NL East, is making legitimate moves. They're all making moves, and we're sitting here getting small pockets when we have all the money in the world. You've said to us for three years, you have all the money in the world. You have the Comcast deal. And to now, to play this small market, like, well, are you really going to go in on these guys? I don't know. Maybe wait wait next year for Arenado. 
Like, what if he signs an extension this offseason? Absolutely. Then what are you going to do? Absolutely. Like, I get mean, out of here with this bull crap. It, it, it is bull crap, man. It really is. And and again, look, we're, we're eight minutes into this podcast, and clearly Jack and I are both in a mood. What? Um, I was but, like, like, dude, dude they, they, they acted like he didn't, they didn't know he was coming. It's like, oh, good to see oh, you, look, Manny. It's like, oh, look who's here. Wow, can you believe it? Manny's here. Yeah, I know. I, I, look, it was cr- incredibly disappointing. And you and I have been very high on this team, on this organization, on the leadership here. And and it's um, it's incredibly disappointing right now to see this type of reception for Manny Machado. And again, to the point I made before, I still there is still an incredibly solid to good chance that one of these two guys ends up here. I mean, yeah. they do theoretically have the most money to spend. They are organizationally the White positioned in the best spot. And yeah, like you always say, I mean... Who wants to go play for the White Sox? Oh, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it if they get, if one of them signs I know, over I know, here. I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so, all right, so let's 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 rein it in a little bit. We both agree. Just oh, a, the, now, I will say the yes. meeting lasted longer than 90 minutes. Yeah, I, 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 are they going to Del Frisco's tonight? That. Well, I mean, uh, it sounds like they're going to say, hey, Manny. Do you we, think they made a reservation? Manny, they made... We, we, we know a nice Primo's around the corner. You want to go there? Like uh, John's Roast Pork? Hey, we didn't make a reservation anywhere, Manny. We didn't realize you were coming. So yeah. thanks. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get you somewhere. Oh, here's Larry Poff again. I, I, yeah, again, it's just, um, I'm with you. It, it, this is a spot where they had not, I mean, I thought that what they, I, I said this this morning I, I, to, to Spike, we were talking about before, and I was like, I thought they should have made a call out and had thousands of fans waiting there. Like, make this big. Make this monumental. You are going up against the greatest, most hateable baseball franchise. franchise greatest sports franchise. The greatest franchise in American sports. It is inarguable. They've won the most championships. They have the most money. They're in the biggest city. Period. End of story. They have the most nostalgia. They have the most history. All of it. You're going up against those guys, and they want them. <laughs> like they want Manny Machado. You are. They are your direct competition. It though. It, it was an embarrassing display. And again, now to rein it in, John Middleton can still put a check in front of Manny Machado that says 350, 400, whatever it takes. I think that's still on the table. Where are you at? Stepping back and taking out of the equation just how. I think Mickey Mouse is really the perfect word for it. How Mickey Mouse that presentation of Manny Machado was today, or at least the part we saw of it. Hey, Manny, what's up? Hey, oh, look who's here. <laughs> Guys, guess what? Man, Manny Machado's here. He's, he's right outside. Is the ham ready? Did you for let dinner? him in yet? Oh, no, no, no. Let me in. He's standing outside the door. It's locked. It's locked. Um, but We have uh, some trick or treat candy for you. Raining it in. Uh, Jesus Christ. Macro. Oh, my like, God. What are they we, doing? We, we are angry right now, but where do you stand on these two? Like, <laughs> where you and I have both been very confident is going to happen. I think that how this has played out has certainly shaken anyone's confidence. I'm just annoyed at the inaction, honestly. Like, like there hasn't been any kind of rumors, and like it seems like there hasn't been one pro Phillies rumor um, since Nam. I think um, it is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like Buster Olney was like, "I'll bet the family." Oh, farm. stop betting your family and now farm. He's like retweeting bogus Steve Phillips reports that the Harper never met Dude, with the Phillies. Steve Phillips wasn't even right. Like Steve Phillips just can't even read. I don't think, but yeah. like Steve. Phillips not verified on Twitter. I think that probably tells you what you need to know. If Buster only bets the family farm one more time, I'm going to lose my. Brain. I think we all own his family farm. I'm going to drive up to Vermont. I'm actually, Vermont I'm actually going to take family his family farm. farm. Yeah. You're right. I'm going to, I'm going to steal his family farm. Um, so where I'm at, like I, like I'm, I don't want to be the the sky is falling Phillies fan because honestly, it, every single time I tweet anything about the Phillies or about these one about these guys, 
people on my mentions like, well, they're not getting these guys. And it's freaking miserable. It's really annoying. Like, those and, people are and, and, miserable. Well, let's call one out. Turtle. Oh, Tur- Turtle's I wanna, not even. I want to murder Turtle, Turtle every morning. Because all he does, he comes in my office and he's like, you know they're not getting either one. It's disaster and Philly's the worst. And It's like, Turtle, shut up. Shut up, Turtle. That's how I feel. And you're right. It's everyone out there. It's so many people being like, well, they're not going to get them. It's like, listen, we get it. It's possible. Uh, sure. Yeah. But guess what? They still could get him. I know. Like it's like it's over already. I know. I, I can't take it. But uh, I still th- I still I don't believe any of the like. So Heyman was on um, WFAN this morning mm-hmm. with with Evan and Joe, and he was saying how I guess like Harper Harper doesn't want to be here basically, and the Phillies are focusing all their attention on Manny Machado, which I guess makes sense. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it either. I don't think like I think they like Manny Machado. I think they love Bryce Harper. And and regardless, I don't buy that from Bryce Harper's perspective. Like, give me a reason why Bryce Harper doesn't like Philly. Give me a reason why Bryce Harper doesn't want to get paid the most money. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I know there's been the, the Dodgers rumors and granted, yeah, but the Dodgers rumors are from like Reddit and stuff. Well, like yeah, that. the Dodgers rumors also don't make any sense. Like, he would have to sign maybe a four year deal there, right? Like, he's and, and the, the Dodgers, he's not going to sign Boris a four year deal. Scott is not going to let him do that. And like, look, Dodgers, Yankees, you want to say one of those two organizations, the Yankees are out on Harper. The Cubs can't afford him. And the Cubs, I, don't, I want people to stop mentioning that. That's the Cubs it. For like, Bryce there's Harper. no other organization. Like, you're telling me he'd rather go play for, like you said, the White Types? What does he want to go play in, in some small market? I mean, Philadelphia. Is right now acting like a small market in certain ways, but they're not. It's not a small market. They have a lot of money to spend. I'm with you. I, and again, public service announcement: there is no one on the planet who is better at creating mystery, at creating intrigue, at creating lies, at creating whatever noise than Scott Boris. I think there's only two teams that can that want to. Scott Boris is the best who's ever done it. All right, and Scott Boris, if. The Phillies are the team that's going to spend the most money. Guess what? He wants them to spend more. And he wants the other teams to spend more. And he wants to create as big a market as he can. All this type of stuff, a part of that. Like, everything you hear, ultimately, is, is Scott Boris has his tentacles in. And there's reasons for what's being heard out there by the public. Listen, Ken Rosenthal said it best. Maybe a week ago, he said it's Philly betting, it's Philly bidding against Philly, and that seems right. And I think they like Machado. I think they like Arenado more. From what I've been able to gather, they like Nolan Arenado. They think Nolan Arenado is their next Mike Schmidt. That's what Howard Eskin said on the right. day show today. So maybe their plan is Harper, Harper, Arenado later. Yeah. Uh, look, I would- and, then, and listen. That makes why are they so? Why are it's only the local beat guys that keep saying Manny Machado is their target. True. Every national guy is saying Harper is their target, and it just feels to me like the local media is getting a little bit duped here into this whole Machado thing, and and the Phillies are using them to make it seem to Boris that that they don't really they're not really interested in Bryce Harper when all the agents, all the industry buzz is saying otherwise. Yeah. I just I just feel like they're being a little bit duped. And look, I uh, it's one of those things where, and again with the Boris part of it, it's hard to to kind of piece your way through all the noise out there to say like what's real, what's not. I go back to the Bob Nightingale piece from the beginning and the original feel that everyone in baseball felt like Bryce Harper was going to the Phillies. Yep. And and I I think that that's probably the most true read on the situation. And there's been there's been really nothing else since then. No, it's it's just, only been teams <laughs> saying they're out on him. Yeah. And then and then weird Reddit threads saying the Dodgers are getting him or you know the White Sox, of course, sure, but. Um, 
Yeah, I still, like I said, I, I've said it from the beginning, I still believe that Bryce Harper will be a Philly. I, I know that that seems harder to believe now, but I'm still in that camp. I agree with you. I think Bryce Harper is still the most likely acquisition for this team. And, and he is the most star power. I mean, he is the no guy. No question. He's the right... guy who Middleton's going to want the most. Yeah, Middleton. He's the guy that sells jerseys. And look, we talked about it on the show last time we talked, but... I don't think you could just not look at the way Gabe Kapler talked about both of those guys and say oh, it's nothing. Like it was one was like, oh man, he's a nice player. The other was like, Bryce Harper is my child and I love him with all my heart. Like that was the feel of those two quotes. And it's like Gabe Kapler's not an idiot. He's a bright guy, you know. Uh, he has to know that what he's saying is being repurposed and heard and all that type of stuff. He's fantasizing about Bryce Harper. Yes. Yes. So I, look, I, I know the I know the noise. I know I still think the Phillies are going to have Bryce Harper. I do. I, I still believe it. I, I'm there with you. There's been nothing that has changed that for me. Like all this stuff just feels like a, a creation by Scott Boris. Um, however, if they handle it like they handle Machado, yeah. I'm going I, that, to that, lose let's my get mind. Back to that because I do think that's the issue. I think that. You know, there's there's the the whole idea of like, sure. All you've had to plan for for the last this, three this years is, is, is this free agency. This is it. This is all you had to plan for. There's we didn't care if you won on the field. We didn't care about any of that stuff. You want to sign Andrew McCutcheon? Fine, sure. it's good. You want to bring in Andrew Miller or Zach Britton? Fine, love if it. You wanna, if you want to if you want to bring in a starter, or whatever. Make, this team right now is better. There's no oh, the, there's no doubt. Are, around. Andrew McCutcheon, they're better. They are better. They're one, that is adorable. Okay, I know, right? that is freaking adorable. Okay, like you have been leaking for the last three years. You're going to spend all this money this offseason, and I think fans will come back no matter what if you win. I mean, that's just how fans work. I agree. But you are. It is. It is bullcrap to drag them through this again. Another season of a, not a, a legitimate star when you have the money to do it. There's absolutely and, and again when they're no transcendent stars on the market. Yeah, I mean when you're taking the age and the ability and all that. It's it, insane. It, it again, and you and I have been very, I think, a lot more supportive of this Phillies current this current Phillies organization than most. You know, there are a lot of people out there who obviously Kapler, that's Well, you know, I mean the everything. people the people who freak out just aren't educated. About right. Baseball. And but but regardless, like we have been supportive of Matt Clentak, of the the organizational philosophy of what they're trying to do. I'll tell you right now, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm out. I'm still a Phillies fan, I'm River Zim, but I am I am very my high opinion of this organization right now of Clentac of McPhail this whole thing goes down the tubes if they don't get one of these guys it's just a fact like I'm sorry and I don't care if they choose not to come here I mean you gotta do it you have to you have set it up where you've put yourself in this corner and there's no other way out in my opinion I'm gonna rip them I'm gonna rip them and and I I won't be alone obviously but the point is is I I think that they have they have put themselves in a situation where they have to sign one of these two guys they have to yeah and listen like another thing that that is just driving me crazy it's like where's the where's the interesting trade like where's the where's the where's the wow what a shrewd move I'm like the the Segura trade was good they gave JB nice they gave JB Crawford and Carlos Santana and I I love Gene Segura like where's the where's the big like holy crap! Look at what the Phillies right. are doing. Moment. Well, that's that, what the, that's what this. I thought this offseason was going to be like. Oh my god, they've arrived! Like I thought it was a sleeping giant being awoken. And how McPhail every freaking time McPhail opens his mouth, it, I dude, you and Josh Harris can both just stick a freaking sock in your mouth and stop talking because it is embarrassing. And every single time they open their mouth, I feel worse about the Phillies and the Sixers. So like, 
I where is the where is the whole oh, wow they traded that guy for Kluber? Like where is that move? Like where's the bungle? There's so much they have so much options. They have all this prospect depth, they have major league depth that they have to move. They have all the money. Like what are you like what is what, are what is going for? on? What are you waiting for? Yeah, no, the winter meetings are over. You know, like and I get it with the Harper Machado thing that that I do believe that situation is out of their control in terms of when they sign, obviously. I think both those agents are trying to wait the other out, get the bigger deal. Oh, dude, Harper's going to wait forever and it's going to drive Of course. And, and and look, Harper is Harper's in the driver's seat in this situation in that Bryce Harper is the more desired target than Manny Machado, or at least should be. We don't know that for sure. We're, we're hypothesizing, but Bryce Harper should be the more desired target, and thus he doesn't really have anything to lose by waiting. You know, what does he care? Um, and, and again, I can't blame them for that, but I do agree that that it has felt a lot of inaction from a team that really needs to be, especially, and like you said before, it's especially frustrating when the, the Nats and Braves are out there doing things, you know, and, and making themselves better. And well, it's even more frustrating when they know they have so much uh, uh, players they got to move. Like you have to decide what you want to do with Franco. Do you want to move Franco? Cesar. Sign Mustakis? Do you want to move a double? Do you want to do like? And look, part of that does come down to these moves, right? I get that. Like if you sign Manny Machado, that influences your third base position. If you sign Bryce Harper, you're influencing your outfield. I get it. And it look. They said they weren't going to wait for these guys, and it feels like they're waiting for the guys. I mean, they've done some things that just open up the rest of the offseason. I mean, they they opened up left field to Phil McCutcheon. They still have right field, which should be opened up. Um, they like they they move. There's a lot clearer path. There's a clear path for right field. and There's a clear path for third base. I think if they, I think if they sign Harper, he's in right, and then they trade Franco and Mustakas is at third. If they sign Machado, he's at he's in third, and maybe Nick Castellanos is in right field. Um, there's there's options there, and they have kept the door open for both of them, and but you can't be you can't be held hostage by these guys, and I, and I understand they don't want to do that, but like <laughs> there has to be like six days ago was the last time we heard about Andrew Miller, like well, if you're if Andrew, if you're hot after Andrew Miller, it's like why <laughs> sign freaking Andrew Miller, like mm-hmm. are you, if you're that hot after him, like I just feels like there's it just feels like they're trying to. To, to squeeze every little ounce of, of value out of every single move they make, except for the McCutcheon deal, which they yeah, were like, here's was, $50 million. Yeah, we love you. Come yeah, on, it everybody. Was like, yeah, it was weird. Uh, and by the way, I freaking love Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, he, uh, well, I mean, look, that's the thing. And I, I, I think it's probably a little too much money, but it's fine. It's I, like I, maybe $5 million. Yeah, it's fine. More. It's totally fine. I think his skill set will age well. And we talked a lot about this last year that both you and I do believe in bringing like guys like that, like a real legit leader, like a guy who is a veteran who has won the MVP award, is one of the all time great guys in the history of the sport. They don't get better than Andrew McCutcheon. Like I do think that type of guy makes a difference, and he's still a talented enough player, and uh, you know he's still a good fielder, all that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think- you're moving, you're 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 basically replacing the good part of Santana. And putting him in left field and not hamstringing Reese really Hoskins. Good, yeah, and, and, and he's a good fielder on top of that. Listen, and listen, the clubhouse last year was not great. The clubhouse last year was uh, supposedly divided. You had the Latin players hanging out with the Latin players, and it just felt like clicky. Um, and you have to bring in a guy like McCutcheon who can who can kind of make the clubhouse fun to be in uh, heading down in a playoff run because it's 162 games. 100. Like, percent We saw it last year. It's a grind. Baseball's a grind. It's such a grind. And McCutcheon will make it better on a 
day to day basis. Make it a lot more fun. And again, like the leadership and all that type of stuff. So I agree. Um, but but again, Jack, it's it's been a I think part of it maybe is that we wanted all this stuff so bad. We're so ready for it. We are jonesing for big names yep. and trades and action and and it's just been it's just been meh. Yeah, it's been very meh. And look, again, like there are as you alluded to, a lot of players still out there whether as free agents or tr- potential trade options who could be gotten by the Phillies and could end up being valuable moves like we've talked about, but uh I do it is a little frustrating the way it's played out, but I look, I'm not I'm not damning them for not signing Andrew Miller when Andrew Miller is not signed yet. I get that we want him in here and all that, but I'm I'm I get it. You know, it's not not everything's in their control. But we're starting to get to the point where they they have to shape their team. They have to build this team. You know, you can't I mean, bring in a Jake Arrieta in, in March. It, yeah. it, you can't build your old team that way. No. No. Um Andrew Miller's interesting. Uh when they saw he's hot after him. Like I want to be excited about Andrew Miller, and I would be excited about Andrew Miller because it's 2016, and Andrew Miller at his peak is one of the best relievers I've ever seen in my life. Easily, and he's ridiculous. It's just like he's got he's got such a when I when I think about Andrew Miller's future and I look in the visions of myself, he he's 34. He had three injuries he's last year. Tall. He's 34. Yeah. He has three different injuries. Um, it's just I don't know if he's going to really. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. He's Tall pitched guys a don't lot age of well at that. Position. I mean, Randy Johnson, one of the few who really was able to kind of last for a long time. Uh, but um, yeah, I uh, I'm with you. I understand that argument, and I'm I'm fine with signing Andrew Miller, especially when you think about. I mean, like we just talked about what that guy's done in big games. Um, and look, Zach Britton, I'm fine with that too. I, I, I like both I, those guys. I'm surprised they're not more after Britton. I Me mean, he's too. three years younger. He was closing he experience. He didn't. He also has Miller, but he didn't. Well, yeah, but I mean, Andrew Miller's not a closer. He, he won't like, be a closer. Zach Britton. Here. Zach Britton could be signed to be a closer. And in in September of last year, Britton didn't allow a run. He was back up to 96. Mm-hmm. And he looked good. He looked good. He looked good. Uh, I'm surprised they're not more after him because he seems healthier. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have all the injuries. He had the Achilles, which he came back from. Um, and and pitched fine by the end of last year. It seems like he got it out of the system. So I'm I'm surprised they're not more after uh, Zach Britton. I'm cool with either one. I mean I understand the upside of Miller is absolutely tantalizing, but he's again he's 34. Mm-hmm. He's 34. Um, so that's just the reality of the situation. Other than that, again, it's just been <laughs> it's just been almost like Mike Miner. We get excited about Mike. You're not a big Mike Miner fan. No, I mean like all right. So I I was fine. I was watching some Mike. I just don't understand what the plan is with Mike Miner. Like, are you are you bringing him in to To start it or be a reliever? That's the question. Are we adding? Are we adding another lefty reliever? To my issue with Mike Miner is this is a guy who, I mean, you want to talk about injury issues? He didn't pitch for like three. Pitch for three years. Look, I don't. I'm. I'm. no, I was watching him a little bit. He's fine. I was watching him a little bit. Uh, I was watching some of his full starts, and he, first off, in his last fourteen starts with the, the he Rangers, was, he was very good. He had a three three two ERA, and he was good the year before in the out of the pen. Yeah, um, and, and, and I think in September that he started a few games. So it could uh, be with the Royals, but he was you know ninety four ninety five. Seems like he had good location both sides of the plate. I could see him kind of aging like Jay Happ. 
Um, he doesn't seem like he puts too much pressure on his arm. He has a pretty pretty good slider. I would be in on Mike Miner. I think his change change was pretty good. We have to give up. It just and, and I just I want to know what the plan is. Like I don't know if he's going to be a a back end of the rotation guy. Is he a swing man? Is for he a you? swing guy? Is he a long man? Is he like a really good long man? Like what is his what is his role here? Like you're not. I hope they're not viewing Mike Miner as like here's our number two. I don't think they are. I don't uh, think look, they are. I mean Mike Miner can't give you more than five innings. I mean that's just what he is now. I mean, you look at his numbers last year. I, I would. This is just a guess, but I would guess he didn't go over six more than once or twice. Like he's not a, he's not going to give you a lot of innings. Um, so I'm with you. And, and look, Mike Miner's not a two anywhere for no, any team. I, I don't Sorry. think. He, well, for he was for the Rangers. Yeah, but yeah, the Rangers were a really bad team with an incredibly bad pitching staff. But uh, look. Uh, <laughs> Are we going to end up with McCutcheon? Well, he did. And I will say, I will say, in August and September, he went seven innings, six, 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 six. So he went more than six one time. No, he went well. More. I he said, pitched into I the. Said, okay, he well, pitched into the seventh four times. I said okay. Well, I said yeah. I said I. I wouldn't bet he went more than six. Saying more than a couple times. Pitch into the seven. Okay, sure. No, he's fine. I just want to know what his role is going to be. The point is, that's the type of guy he is. You're not Mike Myers, not going out and giving you eight strong or, or throwing a complete game for you or whatever. Um, regardless, well, that's I, not today's game fine. anyway. It's fine. It's fine. I, I'd much obviously. I think we b- both much rather see them trade for a guy like Corey Kluber. Um, I, I don't know what they could do to get Kluber when you look at some of the other names. It seems like Cleveland wants bats, and the Phillies and they should. I mean, they have outfield. Problems. I don't blame them. And yeah, you, I mean, like a guy like Nick Senzel, like Phillies don't have anyone they can give who's Nick Senzel. They don't have Alex Verdugo. Yeah, they don't have, they don't have any of those guys. And if that's what the Indians want. I don't know how you make an offer that's going to be appealing to them. I mean, you, uh, Sixto is obviously in a deal, but I mean, they want they want outfielders. What do you do? I mean, Sixto and Hazley and whatever, like, sure, maybe, but yeah. it just doesn't seem as realistic as it does for other people. I will say, it's a little fishy that they are thinking about moving Clover. It's so weird. Well, but it's fishy. So it's fishy because he has three years left on a relatively cheap contract. Uh, uh, for for who he is, a very cheap contract. He's been, he's been one of the three best pitchers in the AL for the last five years, I would say. And... I wonder if they they think he's about to hit a wall. He's pitched a lot of innings. He struck out a lot of guys. He throws a lot of sliders. He was pitching last year at 91.5 miles an hour, um, down from 93 two years ago. So there, there's a little bit of a concern there. And I wonder if they're getting rid of him before he really hits the holiday wall or something like that, which I'm which I, it's, it's a, certainly it's possible. Definitely a concern. And look, to, to take it a step further, there are a few teams in baseball who are as run as intelligently as the Cleveland right, Indians that's are. That's the thing. And for a very long time. So, um, if the Indians... I agree with you. I think that is fishy. The fact the Indians are willing to trade him or looking to trade him does make it has to make you a little nervous. Well, especially if they're if they if they're saying to their fans they're still trying to compete and they're trading their ace and he has three years left on a cheap contract, and they should be looking to keep cheap contracts. Absolutely. There's something that just doesn't add up there. Um, so, Kluber's interesting. Again, people still keep laying out Trevor Bauer. I don't. You are only trading big name pieces for a guy you can see helping anchor rotation with with Aaron Nola. You're not trading a guy for two years or one year or whatever. So that's my worry with with Bauer and uh, Kluber. 
You know, you, you know, you, people on Twitter got all offended yesterday when I said they need a legit number two to go with Nola. I was not saying that Corey Kluber is a number two. <laughs> I was saying they need a legit guy next to Aaron Nola uh-huh. so that they could actually compete next year if you're going to sign a Bryce Which Harper. Is, I agree with you on that 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 front. I mean, they need that guy. I mean, Kluber and Nola would be just dumb. Oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> Uh, I mean, Bumgarner, I'm fine with that, too. He's not as good as Kluber, but... Yeah, I, my worry with Bumgarner is that he's going to pitch really well in the first half, and they're going to sell him for way it higher really than they would It really feels like they want a lefty, like the Phillies. For some reason, it really feels like yeah, they... why don't you just get good pitchers? That's my thought. <laughs> I don't get... What the hell do you need a lefty for? Just get a guy who's a good pitcher. Yeah. I, I, I don't get that at all, but it does seem like it's an organ... And I get it in the bullpen. You want to have some lefties. Well, that's that fine. makes completely... That. Right. Instead of having um, Adam Morgan. Exactly. But uh, uh, it, a does, starter? it does seem like they want... Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Don't you get that feel? Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I, I understand it's nice to have balance in your rotation, but like... Guys are going to game plan for whoever they have to face anyway. Exactly. Give me a good pitcher. That's yes. all I care about. I, I'm with you 100%. Um, all right. So, I'm so tired, Jack. I understand you're tired. I feel incredibly stupid. I'm not nearly as smart. I apologize to the, uh, our fine listeners. For well, you got, all, you got all the energy out earlier with our Mickey Mouse Machado That's true. Stuff. It took it all out of me. Yeah. It's, it was, it was, I'm depressed right now, Jack. It was very disappointing. I mean, my life is good. I'm happy with my life, but... The Phillies well, does are, life really matter if the Phillies no, don't get one of these the guys? No, that's the point. That's the point. Uh, I'm really depressed right now with the Phillies. Not, and I again, this is with me saying that I still think they're going to get Bryce Harper. But so when does Machado sign? I'm just, it's just very frustrating. This whole culture, right? You know, the whole like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The this is me being stupid and not being able to find words I want. But like the whole, what's going on the melting pot of the Phillies fan base and what's going on? It just, I really just like seeing you try to figure it, it out. I, it's, I'm struggling. <laughs> Everyone just, everyone's so mad, Jack. Oh, I know. Everyone's so mad and they're ready to be more mad. And it just feels like people are just Dude, waiting oh, to pounce. If they don't get either of these guys on, like opening day is going to be a nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be booze. Like it's, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I know. I feel. I know. It's bad. But uh so, let's say Trevor Trout, obviously, right. or something. Um and now <laughs> they might have to. Listen, if 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 Trout's not signed to his extension by March, nah, give up the farm, baby. Give up the farm. Oh, they, they won't have to give up the farm. I have said that many times. Yeah, we've talked about that. He has no trade clause. Either way. Anyway, um, Mike Trout. when does when does Machado sign? Because it feels like there's a lot of momentum towards what he's gonna take the deal. It's one of the three teams, right? Like in theory, that, yeah, that's kind take, of what it's been. He's going to take the deals. There. He's going to take the deals he got this week. Go to Miami this weekend. It feels like it's an early next week uh, Machado signing. Um, that's what it feels like because he's going to go home to Miami, talk to his friends. He's going to decide. I supposedly let's <laughs> take this for absolutely what it's worth and with a complete grain of salt. But there's a caller into Boomer and Geo this morning who is a he's a cop and he pulled over the Yankee CEO. And he said, "I won't give you a ticket if you tell me the Machado stuff." And the Yankee CEO said he wasn't happy with their offer. So it feels like, <laughs> I mean, it's obviously. You heard it here <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Do take it with a grain of salt. Breaking news sound. No, nah, take about? it with a grain of salt. So <laughs> take it with like a all the grains, grains of salt. All yeah. of them you can find. Yeah. But but what it does read to me was that he's going like, to take the Phillies offer, and then he's going to go back to Cashman, and Cashman's going to say and decide whether or not. He's gonna pony up for it. Like, let's say the Yankees offered what three hundred or two fifty. It feels like two fifty, and the Phillies offered three fifty. Like, is Cashman gonna pony up? Because this is this exact day when Cano signed with the the Mariners for sixty two million dollars. Yeah, less. look, I don't think I don't think the Yankees will give him whatever he wants. No, I don't think so either. I really look. They don't. 
They want him, but they don't really need him. Like we're, the the whole thing with the Machado, the Yankees thing is like they're they're trying to sign him, and then it's like, oh, and then we'll just trade Miguel Andujar. It's like, okay, we'll just trade the rookie of the year, like or the you know could have been rookie of the year, and and I get it. Like I'd rather Manny Machado than Miguel Andujar, but. It feels forced more so. It doesn't feel as well, much. Well, unless he can play short with Didi out. It's possible. But still, Didi will be back at well, some he, point. Well, he's also on his last year of his deal. Is he? Okay, so that's fair. But they love Didi in New York. Regardless, especially you know after the playoff heroics and all that type of stuff. But regardless, um, it, it the point being that it just doesn't feel like... A, a, I don't feel like the Yankees are as... It's not as imperative no. for them to unlike, sign. Unlike us. Unlike the Phillies. Unlike us. So... It's, it, it feels like the Machado thing is going to happen within the week, which I don't know if I'm going to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I'm not already. It's going to be. It's going to be. What sleep, Jack? It's going to be terrifying. But Manny has now been there for two and a half hours. Is he still there? Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think they're talking about? You think Gabe's like giving him the workout plan? I think. I think. I think that. What do you think of Manny's hair? I think. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I. I think that Manny's probably still saying, "How? How the hell did you leave me outside? Yeah. And not open the door." You, you let me get mobbed by Larry Pop yeah. telling me uh, about who was that? Who was the a hole? Super Bowl. Oh, it was so annoying. So annoying. Yeah. But. What can you do? Hopefully they make up for it. Hopefully they take him to Del Frisco's or somewhere nice tonight and and treat him out for a, a night on the town. Take him to Zahav, all right. Take him to take him to Laurel. Like go go big. Yeah, all right? uh, we'll see. Um, all right, Fritzy. Anything else on your mind today? Uh, fall over, a flat on my face. Um, I might. I'm I not got, kidding. I'm like that tired, like that I could, I could fall on my face. Right I now. got two final thoughts. Last night, I don't know why, but I watched the 2006 Phillies yearbook. Because you're you, Jack. Because <laughs> you were you. That's okay. what? I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. Who does that? Who are you? Who are you? I just, I want a full park again. And I want a slugger. I need it. Like, I need oxygen. Who are you? I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. Did you enjoy it? I did. Har- oh. uh, 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 Howard, the MVP season. Yeah, sure. It's just ridiculous. 58 homers. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, and my other final thought is that Spencer Howard is going to be really good. Like, I was watching some Spencer Howard stuff. The guy has... The guy's built like you want your ace to be built. He is legitimate. I would be, I do not want to move him unless it's for a, a, a legit stud. Well, and he has been getting some of that like buzz this season. Yes, and I, was, I saw the Salisbury tweet and I, lo- I was watching some, some of his tape. Uh, he, is, he has moved. Oh, I got, the, okay, I got another thing. It moved when no, you no, watched him? Not only did it move, <laughs> he has moved into my untouchables. Joining wow, Sixto, Sixto, Hazley. Alec Baum, uh, and and Spencer Howard. So Adam Hazley, Adam not Hazley on the list. is out, and wow. I would like to announce on this podcast that I would rather trade Hazley than Mickey Moniak. What's happening? I'm sorry. What is going on right now? I would. When, when did this happen? This is like a monumental statement, Jack Fritz. <laughs> what is going on? Hazley, I think is. I have a kid, and I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Hazley's fine. I think he's a good player. He does his. He will never hit for power unless he changes changes his load position. It is too small of a load. <laughs> You're just killing it right now. But it is. Phrasing is. It's just literally really it's, impressive. It's not a big enough. Load. It's what? not a big enough load for him to have serious power. Um, and also, if they get Harper, it's a bigger load. Tell you. If they get Harper, they're gonna have McCutcheon and left. And maybe he can play center, but if they move him now in a, in a trade this offseason, they can wait for Moniak. I am believing in Moniak. I am Team Moniak. I am Team Trade Hazley. Wow. So I'm ending the podcast. 
Speaking of loads, my final thought. Um, having a kid. Fun? I would like to officially apologize. All the people, the, uh, yo, you're having a kid? Oh, get ready not to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll be fine, all right? I'm great with no sleep. I got all the energy in the world. Oh, everyone's like, oh, you can't sleep. I'll be like, chill out, all right? I was so wrong. I've never been more wrong about anything in my life. It is a different kind of tired. It's like a, every fiber of your being is tired at all times. So I just uh, official apology. Cool. This to is all your... the people out there who said you're gonna not you know be able to sleep and it's gonna suck. And I'm like, yeah, you guys are idiots. This they is your idiots, this is your Kirk Gibson podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. Congrats, buddy. Thanks, buddy. You did it. Thanks. Um, Where's Dennis say when you need it? Yes. Um, also. Uh, definitely spread high hopes for the holidays. Yes. Yes. Give high hopes out to your older uncle who may have an iPhone, probably has a podcast app, doesn't, can't get Philly's talk on the radio What's here. What's this podcast you're talking right. about? We want right. that guy. Spread, Poor girl. spread high hopes this holiday season. It is, it is free uh, and it is well, well worth it. So do that. And hopefully Machado is here sometime next week, maybe Wednesday. Rate and review the podcast. Always rate and Spread review. Spread high hopes. Go hard. Go get Harper. Go get Machado. Just, just do something. And go to sleep. Go to sleep, James. You can.